Welcome to the 2023 Wacker Slaps Division I American Radio Head Championship. Over the course of the last three episodes, America's most elite, quirked up, and weird adjacent bands have battled it out, and it has all come down to this, the championship. Our two finalists will fight to the bloody death to determine once and for all, who is the American Radio Head? And I am your host, Caleb Ontiveros. As always, I am joined by two guitar rockers who you won't see needing for the national anthem. And I'm not talking about that dumbass one about the flag. My co-hosts, welcome aboard, fellas. Hey, I'm Noah, a.k.a. the Paranoid Android. A.k.a. I remember when AI stand it stood for Allen Iverson. <laughs> And I'm your friendly producer, Adrian, and I want to be, want to be, want to be Jim Morrison. Wait, what the hell is that? It's from Anyone Can Play Guitar, bro, from Pablo Honey. Jim Morrison fans, wow. Yeah, that's what the it's ironic. Is leeching for. You guys know that um, Mojo Ryzen is the anagram for Jim Morrison, right? Is it? Sorry, yes. I'm just doing, doing the math in my head. I, Mr. Mo, I think he thinks checks out. Yeah, that checks out. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess it is. I was like, oh, so he was kind of dumb. <laughs> that was like a <laughs> yeah. smart. I think he was well, just he could drunk. pull off that anag. He could pull off that anagram pretty well. That was more dumb. Mr. Mojo Rizem. <laughs> uh, they suck, I, right? Are they good? I can't tell sometimes. I. It's weird because when I was a kid, The Doors is literally the first album i ever bought like on like cassette. the doors the doors the self-titled no it was doors classic like the greatest oh the hits. greatest hits okay i would say they have a handful of like pretty good songs but for sure. the most part they're absolutely annoying they're like yeah. the, they're like the worst parts of the beach boys meets like the dumbest parts of like velvet underground or something like that. <laughs> yeah then okay. like a yeah. like really reductive like stereotypical like representation of what like we thought of like the fucking free love generation or like mind expanding it was like if you watched an old episode of like dragnet or whatever and like yeah. say a hippie got killed like th they're just the same as like whatever the band is that who's like playing <laughs> like the the reefer party on venice beach or whatever you know yeah sure like sure. that's like yeah like they're like the, the, they're the fakest deepest band i like some of their cuts but uh they'll pop up every once in a while when i'm listening to other things and i'm just like is yeah. this do i like this i, 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 I will say I do. They, they do have a sound you know they have mm -hmm. a pretty solid sound um yeah. but once you they were the 1960s wolf parade <laughs> Yeah. No, I just don't Can't like a, that. I don't like a unless you're like craft work, I don't like a synth forward like instead of guitar solos, you have synth mm. so uh, you're like or, tangerine drink. Not even synth, they're like a what would that guy play? The hand organ. organ, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I find it I find I find it it's like You don't like cluster, bro? No, I like that shit, but I find with the doors it's like um Circus music or something. You like it when it's cosmiche instead of. Yeah. Uh, you don't like a soft cell? I do like. <laughs> They're pretty good, actually. Yeah, dude, soft cell. What's that song? Sex Goblin? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a good song. Yeah. The best the best use of the doors is when uh Jay-Z sampled them for the takeover. Come on. Come on. Boom. 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 Is that, a is Kanye? that the song with the dude the from Kanye Saliva? Beat? Or is that a... Uh... No, that's the takeover. The first song on a Blueprint. Uh, and that song's crazy. Jay-Z, the Blueprint, because he does... He samples the doors, and mm-hmm. then he he interpolates uh, David Bowie's fame. And Jackson 5, too, right? Yeah, at the same time, where he's like, that's so lame. Right. Oh, on the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that the song with the dude from Saliva? Yes, it is. Yes, he's yes. uh, also featured on that great cut from the um, the fucking uh, Spider-Man movie. Nickel Wait, Pack. the dude from Saliva <laughs> oh. is on that? Is that true? Yeah, yeah he's the he's one. the dude who song. does the part. He goes slang. Really? He's the click, click, boom guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> click, click, wow. boom. Oh boy. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Some say a hero um, can save us. He's he's on that jam. Yeah, the doors. Let's say. Uh, yeah, that song's let's, good. Let's uh, close the doors <laughs> yeah, on this close. part of. <laughs> Let that song Let's five shut nine, Let's uh, pull a Michael Corleone here and just shut that door. <laughs> this is the end. That song's. I like song. the crystal shit. That's pretty good. He's like, Mama, I want to kill you. Oh, yeah. Or father. That song's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Laugh riot. Lizard King. No, he's a buffoon. Went to his grave in Paris. So did I. It's weak. Yeah, yeah it's really weak. No, they like that used to be the thing to do. They would like people with like bottles of like whatever booze Jack or Daniels or, or yeah, booze yeah. and like unsmoked yeah. cigs and shit. But they like clean all that shit off now. Yeah. Like, and there's like a gate around it and shit. But like people do. It's the same place where Oscar Wilde's like uh, buried. So they like people yeah. wear lipstick and kiss his his gravestone or whatever. That's Oscar. It. Oscar Wilde's grave is cool. It's like a monolith, yeah. like this. Yeah, that I I went there too, Caleb, not too long ago. Uh, that's right. We're we're walking and it's it's a huge cemetery, so you kind of get lost. But there's like a map with all the you know the French legends that are there, and we're following this tour guide. And then we saw a group of people that were huddled around this one grave. We're like, oh, let's go check out. This must be somebody famous. But it was like, no, it was like somebody that had recently died, just like a uh-huh. normal person. And it was like, like a oh, funeral? Shit, there's still plots here. <laughs> like there's yeah. still unclaimed plots here. Yeah. Right. Now. Long bad. life expectancies out there. Then I felt anyways. Bad. Speaking of French people, right across the channel there is England. And who's from England? That's right, Radiohead. We are we're in the we're in the thick of it, guys. This is the championship round. It's come down to two bands. So very shortly later tonight, we will have a someone will wear the crown on their radio American radio head. So it's exciting. It's been a it's been a fun uh, March slash April madness slash, tournament. So. Slash May, <laughs> yeah, hell of a ride. Drops, yeah, that's all good, right. Time you know? for the NBA finals. <laughs> yeah, you gotta let it. You know, you gotta. If you learn anything in podcasting, it's just you gotta let you know, we'll draw it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah milk it, it for bre- all it's worth. Let it breathe, baby. We're the uh, Scott Fosters of uh <sighs> tournament play. We we we're the extenders. Yeah, sure are. <laughs> but uh yeah, so if you've been listening to the previous uh episodes, thank you very much. And as you know, 
the uh, finals are today, and that's between Wilco of Chicago, Illinois, and the Flaming Lips of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. So nice. That's where we're at. But I believe before we jump into that, get in the thick of that, we have a little fun little draft that we wanted to do uh, real quick. So I'm going to kick it over to Noah, and he can uh, run us through that. Yeah, I thought we would take the remaining two bands plus Radiohead and draft a super group out of all the members that have been in those bands. That was all the members of anyone in the tournament. Well, I I think we should throw Radiohead in there too. Cool. Is that okay? Yeah. Why hell not? Okay, Caleb, are you gonna bite my head off? No, it works for me. I was just trying to expand the the draft pool. Oh, to anybody that's been in the yeah. No, I let's just keep it to these ones. I think. Ah, for sure, for sure. Can cut this Uh, out. What? But leave it in. Shit, this is a production meeting live. (laughs) <laughs> what do you, Sorry. Well, Adrian, what do you think you want to do everybody everybody or just who's left i think we do everybody just okay. uh okay. give us a broader pool okay yeah let's do that okay who wants cool. to start it off so let's do singer first yeah we're talking vocalist so back in the day, we had a, we had ourselves a little band. Noah was the lead singer, so um, <laughs> it's only appropriate if he, he gets to pick. Yeah, he's gonna was, be our lead singer. This bad boy. Uh, shout out! I was Mister Noah Rising. <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. I have a lot of letters in my name. That could be a, a acronym for something. I'll figure it out later. But singer, I'm gonna draft the one and only Jeff Tweedy. Oh, nice. Wow. Okay. He's the nice. Great so that's a good singer. move because he's like a, he could occasionally bust out his acoustic guitar too. Yeah. Add some, add some layers. He's a good singer songwriter. I would say yeah. it's between him, like York, uh, maybe Toon Day from TV on the radio. Oh, yeah. Victoria Legrand, huh? Yeah. Victoria is up there. She probably has the, the best chops. Yeah. Classically trained and all that. But I would say, I, yeah, singer songwriter, just that that ability. I, I totally. I'd give it to Tweety. He could kind of wrap Tweetster. his voice around a lot of different kind oh, of yeah, sounds. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. pretty. He's oddly is kind of versatile. So Tweety's singing. So that might influence okay. your guys' okay. pick. Who's playing guitar, Adrian? Man, now that you've mentioned Tweety, you know you are getting me thinking here. You know what? What's the dude from Beach House name? Alex. God damn, what's his last name? Uh, let me get this. Right. I think it's, he's like an old punker dude. So it's Alex Beach House. <laughs> Alex Beach House. All right. Well, so I'll, I'll go with Alex Beach House. I like his smooth kind of like Alex Scally is his name. I like his kind of uh, smooth, silvery guitar. I think mm-hmm. it fits well. It would fit well with Tweety's singing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah do, it's kind of spacey, kind of, kind of vibey. Yeah. So that's the first one. Uh, we'll, okay, we'll get, we'll, let's loop back around in the second one. Uh, Caleb, why don't you give us a basis? Yeah. Cause there's one I think that we should pick, but I'll let you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. We'll let you do that. So, yeah, I'm a former bass player. So for bass, I'm going to th- see this super group. Um, it's going to need to move some units. So you're going to need some, <laughs> uh, kind of you know, familiarity with the larger public. So I'm going to go with, uh, the bass player from the first uh, Mars Volta. And that is a uh, Laker super fan flea. <laughs> um, so flea, 
it wouldn't be a super group if flea wasn't in it so yeah <laughs> flea, flea's playing bass for this shit that is true <laughs> we I didn't know that Radiohead he could slash it up without uh yeah i didn't know that right. flea was in mars volta yeah he's he on plays he's playing on the first record yeah yeah and free oh, shot shit well, that changes my pick for the final four. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> We're retroactively. scrapping all this. <laughs> no, that is great, Caleb, because Flea is like a professional super group consultant. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's got chops. He can do, he can do, he can yeah. funk it up, obviously, but he's got jazz oh, yeah. chops. He's a jazz He can bust guy. out the trumpet if you want, yeah. you know? He's been trumpy. Yeah. He's been carrying Kitas for years. He can act yeah, too. They, hold, they, they need to act. Yeah, he's like he goes in the studio. Kitas McFly. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a great actor. <laughs> Suburbia dudes. Good in that. Uh, what was that one with him and Kitas? The oh, the he's chase. Point, point, point break. break. Yeah. Oh, the ch- no, no, no. The chase with the uh, oh, they're the, both. Yeah, they they're in they're in. Kitas is in well. point. Is Flea? Oh yeah, I don't think Flea's in Point Breaker. I think Kedis right. is. Oh, he is. Yeah. He's War Child. Just War Child. Right? Oh no, War Child's Kedis. Yeah. But you're, yeah, the Chase. Wow, what a what a rare what a, what a crappy movie. No, is that dude, with the uh, Sheen or is that Baldwin? I think it's Baldwin, right? And then uh, no, isn't it Sheen. is it Baldwin Basinger? It's one's Sheen. the Chase and one's the Getaway. I don't. Oh, remember. I'm thinking of the Getaway. Yeah, <laughs> one's getaway a remake, is, right? The Getaway is the remake. The yeah, chase okay. is Sheen and uh, what's her name? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, Christy, Christy Swanson? Christy no. Swanson, I think. Maybe maybe not. Let's see. But uh, Henry Rollins is in the chase. Yeah, yep. it has a lot of little character guys in there. I uh, loved the chase when I was a kid. Yeah, Charlie, like, Charlie Sheen, Christy Swanson, and Henry Rollins are the top, uh, top build. Henry Rollins plays a cop in that one, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, he also plays a cop in a movie called Bad Boys Two. Oh yeah, yeah, great, great Char- film. Oh, yeah. we got Ray Wise in this. That's great. Anytime Ray Wise is in the film or a TV show, I am there. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. I believe he uses a, a Snickers bar as a gun. <laughs> that is right. That is correct. Um, Dude, that was a good gag in the nineties of like a fake gun, the fake gun thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was either like the now fake gun you can never or like get away with that because you can because you can buy a gun from like a third grader. So it's like <laughs> yeah. there's yeah, no reason to not have a gun. A pack of yeah, <laughs> yeah no. but there's a, so much shit in the nineties where it's like uh, that's not a gun. It's like a little finger thing. Classic. All right. All right. So we got Tweety, Scally, Flea, Flea. Uh, what Very. is his name? Bal Balan Bal. Michael Ballins, something like that. Lee's real a name. Blazery. Uh, yeah, Bowsery. Michael Bowsery. Yeah. Pretty, pretty solid so far. Yeah. Okay. What's next? What do we need? We need. Okay. Uh, you said you had an idea for a guitarist. So we can go with that, or you can do multi instrumentalist. Oh, I'm going to go back to Will Wilco. Back to the Wellco. Oh. Um, Nels Klein. Oh yeah. For guitar. Yeah, punk rocker, him and Flea, they probably oh they could jam did out. acid together or something back in the day. That's <laughs> uh, true. Yeah, they were like hung out, hanging out with like LA Mike guys. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about Bill Evans for eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. We want to go with him for second guitar. Hell yeah, dude. It's a good yeah, call. Can, yeah, it's a great one. He's versatile too. Very versatile. Can get. He's into a jazz guy too. Guy. Yeah, yeah, jazzy, textural stuff. Punk rocker, punky. Or... Yeah, he he's good. Does it all. Good call. 
All right. Adrian, or yeah, Adrian, you want to do a drummer? A drummer. Okay, that's interesting. See, because like my initial inclination with the group we have assembled is to go with something closer to the radio heads, the TV on the radios, the kind of mm-hmm. more alternative, I guess, yeah. regular traditional alternative. Or, you know, Flaming Lips has a killer drummer and Steve Drozd. Yeah, that would be my... my. Uh, a lot of good drummers. Tool, of course, Danny Carey with his uh, excellent fill work and just uh, some, some nice tight, work. Tight snare. Very tight, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with Drozd. I think for this big, yeah. a band this big, you got to go big. And he's just yeah. got a huge drum sound, that 70s kind of saturated mm-hmm. sound. Perfect. Perfect for this, I think. Yeah. Him cool. and Flea can talk about their heroin, <laughs> heroin days. days yeah and i think draws could um also really help in the studio because there's like such a studio centric studio centric yeah. band you know yeah he's kinda... like a producer yeah how yeah. is draws draws is okay yeah they're all good i think he's still um writing always, for the band and stuff yeah. i'm always worried about draws <laughs> yeah and uh, michael ivan's also left the band they haven't released why but apparently it was on good terms so good good luck to him i, I wonder if it's touring and related and just getting older but All right. classic classic member of that band so caleb multi-instrumentalist the glue guy give us glue a guy. Glue guy. Good um, some interesting options with this yeah uh, seriously. i mean radiohead is on the table right yeah mm-hmm. that's kind of yeah. where i'm leaning um, Yeah, i got him i got the one yeah for sure yeah let's go with him what's what's his name <laughs> johnny johnny green Oh, Johnny so Johnny, Cranes. he's, he's, you know, always, yeah, I guess, you know, as a composer and everything, but he, I guess he is more of the multi-instrumentalist these days. Right? Who are you thinking? I mean, I guess like everyone in Radiohead can be a multi-instrumentalist. That's true. It's kind of like the Greenwood they, boys, both kind of. Are you thinking of yeah. Jay Bennett? Oh, that's no. a good one. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to go with Johnny, Johnny Greenwood, Johnny G. Nice. nice. Got some composer yeah. chops there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, new classical composer. Score yeah. guy, so bringing his uh, what's yeah, that? The mar- on net, whatever the fuck that instrument is. Need te- yeah, need some textures. <laughs> okay, and then just to throw a wrench in the works, I have a swap choice as the commissioner. So oh. I'm going to swap <laughs> this this band that we kind of do have that out uh, Adam Silver ghoulish <laughs> this, look. So this <laughs> this band that we developed, I'm swapping out Tweedy as vocalist, and I'm replacing him with Kanye West. Oh, oh boy! Oh, oh god! <laughs> Just a uh, little big. Do we, do we, can we veto that? Or... <laughs> no, he's the commissioner, dude. Damn! All right, well, no, yeah, no, he's no, like no. stopping the. Chris well, let's Paul keep trade. it. So we got Tweety on vocals. Uh, Adrian Scally on guitar. One Scally. One Nels Klein. Guitar two. Guitar, guitar too. too. Lead guitar, probably. Yeah, lead guitar. We'll let yeah. little Alex Galley do the how rhythms. Yeah. Drums. Mm-hmm. We got draws. Great. And then bass. 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 We got we have flea. Flea. And then Johnny is on the boards doing whatever he does. Carrying yeah. it all. Yeah. I that's a pretty good super group. Yep. That could actually be a super group. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't be surprised. Say. But you know what every good super group needs is a, is a good name. Um, so what, what are we going to call this unit? Okay, let's try to like combine the names. Okay, so Wilco, Lips, 
radio head beach uh beach co head lips no that's terrible beach beach head <laughs> like the beach head of something uh oh, i was thinking more like oral on the on the, on the dude, yeah beach head yeah. <laughs> no but that be, only represents two bands yeah they'd be like something dumb like the the duds or something like that like very simple <laughs> a the that would be a good way yeah. like a the something plural definitely way the. To go. yeah yeah What's the current? Or you could group? do like where it's more right. profound, where it's the singular, like not the somethings, but like the just the no, like there is a band. You no, know, like there's the bands. Band. Yeah, no, yeah. You know, like how bands are like you can be like the monkeys, or you can be like the faint, you know, where it's like a singular oh, word. Sing oh, yeah, fonts. not like yeah, not the plurals, yeah. you know, but the not the Beatles. What about right. uh or the doors. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea, Caleb. How about the You mean more uh, like the smile, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> the hard. The hard? Yeah, it's dumb, it's intriguing, it's smart. The hard. It's... <laughs> the hard. A bit. Oh, that's the like heart. Emo. That's emo. Yeah. You know, it's like hard. I'm on a band name generator here. So what about uh, I got terrible fellow? <laughs> That's good. That's pretty. Yeah, good, terrible fellow. I like. It. Oh, dude, here's a good one. Here's a good one. So Calvary pickle and then beta. How about the beta? The uh, beta. <laughs> I like that. I like that first one. What'd you say? Terrible fellow. Yeah, that's good. That's perfect. All right, thank you, fantasynamegenerators.com for that. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, yeah, we'll check them out. They'll come out with an album next year, 2024. Was, uh, Terrible Fellow. That was the filler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, the filler would be good. The filler, yeah. I like that. Let's be honest, that's what most super groups are. Oh, yeah, or it'd be like the board, like B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. We kid, we kid. Cool, cool. All right, that was fun. We should do more drafts and stuff like that. I kind of okay, before we be move the... on. I did ask Chat GBT for some ideas. Oh, uh, nice. Are you interested in hearing what the what our friend yes, the yes. AI has to say? Oh, okay, for so band names. Did you plug in all the members? I did. I did. Oh, nice. Holy shit. Nice. Okay, so here wrong. we go. Here's the top ten. Can you read us what the exact prompt is? I said, uh, can you give me some band names for a supergroup with Jeff Tweedy, Alex Scally, <laughs> Flea, Nell Klein, Johnny Greenwood, and Steve Drost? And Perfect. it's like, can you host this podcast? Uh... <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get we're gonna I think we're gonna mind chat for a lot of stuff, uh, going forward. But anyways, here he says, or they say, sure, here's some possible band names for a supergroup composed of those artists. Number one, the Sonic Explorers. <laughs> Two Lame. electric currents. That's Lame. not bad. Three six strings and a horn. <laughs> wow. That's good. That's, yeah, that's good. pretty good. good. That's a good album name, maybe. Yeah. Strings and a horn. I like yeah. that. Number four, the polyphonic syndicate. What? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. polyphonic. Yeah, that's it's, it's a little too close. That's one of the number. Poly, that's like the uh, Credence Corrado revisited version of the polyphonic. <laughs> <Yeah>. spring. <laughs> it's like Saint Vincent isn't letting it happen like or whatever. Twelve like, oh, of the thirty-two people. It's like the, the Je uh, Jefferson Starship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Number five, The Experimentalists, which, okay. Man, that's probably already a band, right? Yeah. Number six, The be. Sonic Avengers. What the fuck what? is that? It's Marvel, Marvel fucking ass shit. Number yeah. seven, The Musicians Union. That's, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's actually pretty that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good too. <laughs> Number eight is The Sonic Architects. Really big fan of The Sonic, I guess. Yeah. The Musicians uh, Union sounds <laughs> like a fucking like... Like the new jazz movers, or something. it sounds yeah, like a, yeah, it does. Sixties like jazz art ensemble group. of Chicago. Yeah, or it sounds like an Art Blakely, yeah. like the jazz yeah. messengers. Is it like yeah. Yeah. that's kind of cool. And then number nine, the Electric Mavericks. Oh, <laughs> that's that sounds like a corny ass like surf band. Yeah. Like and your then, college buddies are like, yeah, we're in a or that was like the, the Electric f- Mavericks. Yeah, because yeah. like, what do you guys even pub, sound like? Beers. It like, doesn't matter. We're just like a band. Nerdy... We're, our, our genre is local rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like general the, rock. We're just like a local band. Yeah. The <laughs> guitarist is a surf, a surf guitarist. The drummer is yeah. a punk rocker. The singer is like, a, he does kind of ballad. Yeah. It's like a mishmash. All right. And then the last one, which this is kind of uh, anticlimactic, actually, because it's so boring, but the sound sculptors. No. No, I think six strings and a horn is a winner, and I think I like Musicians Union. And Musicians Union, no, Musicians Union, that's it. That's good. <laughs> I like that one. I'm a um, union man myself. And speaking of Chat GPT, just before we move on, actually, to to kind of move us on to the next thing, I did ask way back in the beginning of this uh, who would win, or no, I didn't say oh, who would win. Nice. I said, can you give me some examples? The American of who Radiohead. Is the American Radiohead. And uh, do you guys have any guesses for some of the bands on here? I think uh, I think we'll know all of them actually. Well, we might have influenced. Guess the guess app. who's number one? Yeah, okay. yeah we might have like. Uh, well, we didn't put anything online. So no, because it's not. The... It well, this version of Chat GPT pulls from um, pre twenty twenty. So. Oh right, right, right. Wilco uh, is number one. No, they didn't make the list. Tool. What? They didn't make the list. Grizzly Bear. Number three. Oh, what's number two? Flaming Lips? Or actually, Grizzly Bear would be number two because number two is Arcade Fire and they're technically Canadian. So. Canadian, yeah. yeah. Number North two would American be Grizzly Bear. Flaming okay. Lips is number, five, uh, number four. Oh, shit. Number one. Wait, is it some somebody that it's, we had? Yes, it is. Is it Kanye? No, there's no rap, no no rapists oh, okay. on this one. No rapist. I didn't like the the way you said that. <laughs> My apologies. No rappers on this one. Um, uh, okay. Who are you? Uh, is it? Um, is TV it the on the music radio. Union? TV on the radio. Head. TV, on, TV the radio. on the radio is number three. What the hell? What's number one? What are we missing? Deer Hunter. No, but uh, you're Close? getting closer. Oh, Animal Collective. That's right. Yeah. So it's Animal Collective, Grizzly Bear, TV on the radio, the Flaming Lips. And then can you guess the last one here? Um, it's it's somebody it's, yes, someone we covered. Beatles? Tool? No, no. Holly Herndon? Someone we just we just mentioned in this in the last bit. Wilco. No, they're not on the list. Oh shit. I'll just tell you. It's the Mars Volta. Oh, oh okay. So yeah. we did a pretty good job. The Our radio. intuitions are right. The other bands we have they had the mind of an AI. Yeah. Alan Iverson agrees with this. <laughs> we have a there's so the the remaining ones were Arcade Fire Canadian, 
Shigaros, who are Icelandic. Icelandic. Uh, Portishead, who are English. English. And then Battles, who are New York from New York, which we discussed having Battles on here. Battles, they yeah. were kind of an edge band. Yeah, they didn't quite make it. Yeah, instrumental. Of... instrumental. And then yeah. the other one was Bonnie Bear. So, yeah, yeah, that was on the short list. Yeah, all all artists that we uh, discussed. So pretty interesting how how that worked. I out. was uh, it was crazy because everybody was like talking about that AI chat. What's it called? Chat GPT. Chat GPT. Yeah. Like you can talk to AI, and everybody's like going off. It's like I talked to AI about you know like Shakespeare and science. I was like, wait, Alan Iverson is just like chatting with you guys. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Like, what? Give me the website. Shakespeare. We talking about Shakespeare. Yeah, then somebody was like, told me he's like, yeah, well, yeah, AI. So just type in like Alan Iverson talks to you about things, and then it became an AI that became Alan Iverson. So I got tricked, basically. Is what it uh, it's it's happened to the best of us. Anyway, that's my bit for the show. Is it's AI is Alan Iverson? I don't know what artificial intelligence says means. Like I watched that whole spielberg movie with the kid from sixth sense and i was like alan iverson movie. doesn't show up once like what the fuck is this spielberg yeah it's supposed to be kubrick's last movie right yes that's a good movie well uh, jude law and uh Haley joel right yeah, yeah jude i never, I never saw that Haley joel omelet is good in that movie <laughs> shout out Haley joel omelet hazy joe omelet <laughs> as my dad calls him <laughs> pretty good all right, right. I think it was, what our dad did was he he literally broke his own brain about not knowing these people's names are did the bits for so long but i don't really <laughs> think he ever did know their authentic names yeah uh, it's a cautionary tale just like classic don't bit yeah, yeah just keep one don't, day bits will re-scramble your brain chemistry it, it can't happen <laughs> one Except day maybe. Yeah, one day on this podcast me and Caleb and Adrian you know this we'll explain my dad's his uh what is it Gabriel Byrne Gabriel David Byrne, Byrne David Peter Byrne, Gabriel, Peter Gabriel where he that's the same guy that it's was his funny. bit that was his bit for like 20 years I was listening to a podcast I want I don't name it because I don't you know need to do uh you know free, uh, free, free advertising for another podcast but they started to touch on that bit a little bit and I was like shocked I was like what I, th- I, I thought of one the bit. other day that's pretty good it's a uh, Elmore Leonard Leonard Bernstein and Elmo, Elmer, Elmer Fudd, El, Elmore Leonard, Leonard Bernstein, and the other composer named uh, Elmer. Who's the guy that did like Psycho? Uh, oh, Bernard uh, Herman. Bernard Herman. Yeah, those three. <laughs> yeah, like Elmore Leonard, Bernard too. Herman, and. Elmer Bernstein. <laughs> That's for Leonard that'd be, Bernstein. That'd be yeah, a tight yeah. super group. <laughs> It'd be like Elmore Leonard just doing like spoken word, yeah, like noir shit. And then Leonard Bernstein and conducting, and then uh, yeah, and then the composing could be done by uh, Bernard Herman. Bernard Herman. Yeah, he'd lay down uh, like a taxi driver type beat. Speaking yeah. of Mr. Leonard, I'm actually reading Pronto right now. Great book. Very Elmer very, Leonard. Very entertaining. Yeah. Which one? It's a, uh, Pronto. It's a Raylan Givens uh, book. Oh, Justified. The Justice one, Justified. Yeah, he's not they're, the main character, up. but he's he pops in. Check they're this out, mini- Adrian. They're doing a miniseries. Yeah, the new one. I yeah. have here on my desk in Reach an Elmore Leonard book. Oh shit! How is that one? It's like a one that takes place in like Israel. It's about like terrorism and shit. It's pretty good. Huh. 
right. Um, yeah, I love all Elmer and Leonard books. Are pick up very good. Is Crime Wave one Page of them? Turners. Yeah, the Switch is really good. Get Shorty's awesome. I never read Rum Punch, even though I love uh, I love uh, Jack. So Brown. read read the Switch first because that's like same the, characters, right? Same characters, but it takes place before Rum Punch. Okay, the Switch. Good. Which you guys ever see that uh, Jackie uh, Brown that movie Life of Crime or whatever? It's not yeah, very that's good. that's an Elmore Leonard, right? but it's like Common it's, and uh, John oh, yeah. Ox, and they They're play uh, the, uh, Samuel yeah. and um and uh, Robert it's De Niro prequel, characters. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. about bargain basement versions. Yeah. <laughs> I like John Ox and Jennifer Anderson's in it. Common it's not very good. Serviceable. It's kind of a movie that doesn't exist. I don't know why. What I've happened to John Ox? He fell off. But he's uh, like in his sixties. He just does TV. Yeah, is he like a one of those dudes that switch over to directing? I think maybe. Yeah, I think he, he was, was on, on that. Like, um, he was on that Nicholas of... Winding Refting show, the one that was on Prime. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. nobody. Oh, I, I think he's on the show right now, but uh, I'm uh, struggling to think of the name. But I, I that's believe the I saw answer that. for everything now. It's like, what happened to that guy? He's, <laughs> he's on, on six he's seasons on a of a show, show you've never heard yeah. of. <laughs> exactly, and yep. nobody watches. He's in a movie with. He was a goddamn Oscar nominee. Two time, yeah. I think. Yeah, Wonder's Bone and uh, I don't know something else. The one where it? he's like paralyzed. Oh yeah. Oh, the one where he like watches people have sex. Him and Helen Hunt. What is that movie called? The Watcher, the Cuck Chair. <laughs> no, it's pretty good the in that teacher uh, or something. I can't remember what it's called. Margaret married Marlene or whatever the. Fuck oh, that he's movie a is. fucking psycho in that movie. That movie's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that movie's freaky Great. deaky. That movie's Sean Durkin's coming out. The Sean Durkin has a new movie coming out this year. Nice. It's about those yeah. uh the wrestling family with oh, all yeah, the yeah. dead brothers. The um. Oh yeah, with Efron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Iron Claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah. crazy story, crazy story that one. All right, all welcome right. back to the <laughs> Rambling <a> podcast. <laughs> yeah. We just talk we're about tu- we're turning into. Culture. We're turning into a real podcast. If you <laughs> you know what you know what it if is. You dude, Google it's, search it's Radiohead us. and you got us. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is is we all grew up on the what like being like huge like Simpsons heads, right? And so like you know the Simpsons is like whatever starts in the beginning is like totally far flung from how it ends. You know, I think that's yeah. a lot of what informs our thinking. Is like <laughs> everything is a tangent. Dude, Caleb, th- you mentioned the Simpsons. That's what I like the Simpsons movie. I think it's a pretty solid, funny movie. But yeah, that's what Spider made, Pig, dude. But that's what Can't made me so it it didn't <laughs> follow the structure of a a Simpsons episode. Yeah, it goes. where it should have like if you make a ninety minute Simpsons episode, the first half hour should have had nothing to do with the last hour of the movie, and it yeah. didn't do that. It yeah. Totally, like, it's more of it kind of betrayed its own yeah more format. Tradish. Anyways, let's get yep. Caleb. What are we doing? You want to do the intro again, or? <laughs> All right, here it is. <laughs> we got welcome to seven the... bands. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna start all over again. Uh, no, welcome everyone to the final showdown. So, coming out of the West, we got the Flaming Lips versus Chicago's coming out of the East. Wilco. All right, this is it. So this put is for the American Radiohead. Put forty-eight for minutes marbles. on the clock, Adrian. Who did? Who this did for all uh, the marbles? Yeah, remind us who Wilco beat just uh, in the last round, and who uh, the Flaming Lips beat. 
Yes, it was the Wilco vinyl four. And, in the vinyl four, it was Wilco and Beach House, I believe, right? Yeah, big battle okay. right there. That was a good battle. That was a tough one, but Wilco emerged victorious, and then it was Tool v Flaming Lips. Mm-hmm. Flaming Tool, that'd be a good band name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Flaming Lips and Tool. Flaming Lips took that one. Pretty heated battle. And then Beach House versus Wilco. And that's what brings us to championship, the finals. This is for all the marbles, mm-hmm. for all the accolades. Uh-huh. All right. Sweet. Let's do this. Who all do we right. want to start with? Who do we want to discuss? Make, make a case. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. You know, they're both kind of what we thought. That it would always come to this, right? <laughs> it, it was inevitable, like, but they both kind of represent a little bit of uh different sides of the Radiohead experience, I would say, in some mm-hmm. ways, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, agree. I have a little, I have a little theory on this. Yeah, go ahead, Adrian. So it's not really well, my theory is more okay, so they both are very American bands. Let's let's start there. They're an American bands. We're coming to your town. We're pulling panties down. Wait, really? Is that how it goes? I think it's no. That was the Kid Rock version. Oh shit! Kid Rock should have been on this list. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but I have um. So I, I for me, the Lips and the and Wilco, they kind of like you're saying they're kind of two halves of sort of the same kind of. American coin in terms of like Buffalo nickel. <laughs> sure. I think they both do exper- experimental music, you know, quote unquote yes. in different ways. So yeah. I think Wilco's taking it in kind of the more classic Americana, Neil Young kind of, you know, more traditional rocker kind of experimentalism yeah. I mean, with a little Euro thrown in there a little, yeah. you know, Whereas I think the lips are distinctly American, distinctly like like the South and acid fried kind of, uh, you know, they're both aiming for the head. But I think I think the lips hit the limbic Midwest, right? Ohio, Midwest, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City. Oh yeah, I guess that does touch the South. Yeah, you're yeah. So it's well, not necessarily in terms of like their location, but just kind of their vibe and the sound. It reminds me of like some Texas bands, like the Butthole Surfers, the Big Boys, and stuff like that. Or even like Southwest, like the Meat Puppets. Exactly. Exactly. Even previous episodes, ZZ Top, right? Like, sure. Yeah, there's definitely some of that DNA in there, that classic rock DNA. So they're both coming from different kind of angles to this sort of idea of an experimental band. You know, Radiohead has obviously been known for their experimentalism as well, the experimentalists. But I think that what sets these guys apart is where they're, where it's head, where it ended, ultimately ended up heading. I think the Flaming Lips took that path pretty far and continue to take that path in terms of psychedelic kind of heady music for like smoking weed and dropping, you know, dropping your bean. And I think Wilco kind of refined it to kind of a, like where they're incorporating experimental stuff in a kind of a more, pop oriented fashion. And I think it's interesting because I think Radiohead can do both. Um, yeah. And I think in more recent years, they're probably lean towards more of the 
the Wilco style of like kind of a little more, you know, pop oriented, a little bit more refined. But I think especially like on an album like Kid A or an album like Paranoid Android, there's these two halves that are very visible on whether it's Johnny Greenwood's guitar freaked out or whatever, you know, jazzy stuff they got going on. But then they bring it all back with some some more rockers that mm -hmm. definitely fit into the Wilco vibe. So yeah. I think it's interesting to see how these two halves, to see how them competing, first of all, and to see how, what, what half will come out on top. I think there's pros and cons for both of these in terms of, both these bands in terms of where you know in terms of winning this whole thing i think you know we covered a lot of things but it's very i'm very interested to hear what you guys thoughts are um why don't why don't we start with the lips for from oklahoma City? yeah what do you what do you guys think what are your thoughts on this and what you know what what's your reasoning for them being here and then and then potentially moving on i think the lips in some ways are more i guess you would say they're almost more experimental in so far as they have like a broader or a more uh, concept. Uh, they kind of uh, tend towards these kind of grand concept sort of uh, maybe, I don't know. It's weird because both Wilco and Flaming Lips are very personal in their lyrics and their approach, mm -hmm. but in mm -hmm. different ways. I would say that maybe, I mean, if you listen to both bands and the lyrics and what they're trying to go for and the emotion, yes, you find that they're very personal bands. Like they're very, they're exploring the human condition, which is what Radiohead is doing. But I think on like a surface level, you might say that the Flaming Lips are, have a little more kind of detached kind of art mm. pop uh, kind of ex experimental touch that the same Whimsy. way that 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 Radiohead yeah. has, yeah, maybe, and maybe that Wilco maybe used to have, and maybe he's lost that a little bit in, in the forthcoming years. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't know, like clearly, like there's a lot of um, Flaming Lips songs that are talking about like you know his family and stuff like that, and you know Wayne Cone trial and tribulations and stuff like this but it's very much more wrapped up in uh metaphor and uh, uh allusions to things it's, it's less surface level whereas mm -hmm. wilco with the whole dad rock has become more surface level more confessional mm -hmm. and i think radiohead is always a balance between being extremely confessional with like tom york lyrics but also being kind of this detached more existential more kind of poetic which which maybe leans more towards what the flaming lips do i don't know it's very it's very close what do you say yeah, caleb tough call well i gotta say both of you are bringing your uh your uh your a games here you know talk about ai you guys are <laughs> podcasting like you're in the podcast ai um all right everything that is so the question i know we're getting the too heady was the question with... or was the answer <laughs> He was both. Oh, sick. His his first um, shoes were the questions. His second shoes were the answer. Right, right. But yeah, um, yeah, totally. It is it is weird because it is they are kind of it's if you could bifurcate, you know, Radiohead, you you might get something approximating both Wilco and the Flaming Lips. And shout out 
wife's wifey's corner wife wife Jen. she made a good point in terms of just like audience you know like who would be in an audience and like live no, and that's stuff a good point yeah. that's a good point like that the flaming lips would skew closer to radiohead audience um I think so, at this point yeah. i i think so at this point but that doesn't necessarily yeah advantage them um i guess it does but yeah i, I mean yeah, this is tough. It's really tough to kind of encapsulate what I'm, what I'm, what I was both, thinking about all week. Yeah, I'd, I would say like, um, you would think of, I think a lot of Flaming Lips hits sound happier. Like, yeah, I think on the surface level, you they're more of a jovial band. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a, um that's a very it's like a facade where it's like dig deeper and it's like a sad kind of performative happiness totally and i think wilco has that too and i think a bit more bittersweet with wilco bittersweet with Wilco, yeah and i think radio is always kind of the grind of life kind of Mm -hmm. which maybe matches maybe matches uh the flaming lips more but i don't know i think Tom York is kind of a sad bastard, and I think <laughs> Tweedy is more of a sad bastard than sad dad than uh Cone. So you know, yeah, but maybe a like equals to your B point and, is yeah. is Coin is compensating for something or like channeling his kind of earthen yeah, trials and tribulations to, through uh, more yeah, kind of high tone, um, yeah. yeah, like pageantry and all that. The pageantry, um, sure. He's yeah, definitely I, more camp. And yeah. There's more and of that's, a facade. And that's the thing yeah. where I'm having trouble putting the flaming lips over the mark is because there's mm. something kind of when I think of Radiohead and I could be completely off, but they're a serious band. Not to say the flaming lips aren't serious about what they do, but their overall delivery and their overall yeah. I hate this word. Oh, I like this word a lot, but you know, to reuse vibe is this kind yeah. of big gestalt tent. They're gestalt perfect. Yeah. Is this kind yeah, is this um you know, yeah, like kind of otherworldly, you know, artistic, kind of like literary mm-hmm. whimsical band. Uh but when I think of Radiohead, they you know, they're kind of futuristic and they kind of, you know, little little sci-fi stuff here and there, but they're pretty serious and they're really um you know concerned with earthly matters and all that and in in a you know in a, in a kind of poetic and abstract way but i think you get at the core of what they're talking about pretty easily like the, the like you know the emotions that they're conveying from song to song are actually pretty simple yeah. um and i think they have that in common with wilco and kind of wilco is more centered and they're more expansive and you know, progressively minded kind of at the edges of their sound and of their um, artistic approach. But when they do head in that direction and commit to that, like I find their experimental side, I find their, you know, deep musicianships a lot more compelling and a lot more closer to what Radiohead does, you know, in terms of just like, that's true. Yeah, overall, just seriousness of message and delivery, you know, and I guess, yeah, yeah they're uh, lyrically, you know, they're a little bit more mundane. And like, yeah, they're kind of, you know, they have that Midwestern kind of work a day, you know, yeah. slice of life thing. But that does speak to larger truths, you know, and kind of familiar themes. Of course, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So I would say like, tough. well, this would speak to the American Radiohead, right? Right. Let's, let's factor in the American part of it. Talk sure. about America. Yeah. You know, American rock and roll, like with three K's America. <laughs> yeah. Well, where Wilco is very much, you know, they, their their roots are in like country fried rock and indie rock rock and roll kind of you know alt country college college and, rock and they they know how to have fun right they can they can write a fun little ditty and the same thing with Chopin ditty <laughs> the same thing with the flaming lips like they can write a rock star kind of anthemic you know at Coachella coachella let's have fun type mm-hmm. song jump in the bubble yeah radiohead doesn't ever really write those songs so like that's, yeah, that's a good the point. separation but the most i will exuberant s- they get is what like the the national anthem or something like that that's yeah it's like yeah. It's dark yeah. but it's it's exuberant yeah sorry keep, keep going keep going but i will say the very pop version of of uh the flaming lips has more of that detached dread like they even when they're writing a silly song or a very popular song i'd say they're they still are more in that lane of kind of there's something going on there there's a deeper resonance there where wilco you know jeff tweedy can always write a very deep sad song but he also knows how to write a very silly kind of like a very basic song or something. Yeah, sure. And yeah. so in that way, I would kind of lean towards, towards, uh, towards the Flaming Lips, where they 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 are more of an art pop band than Wilco is at yeah. this point. Definitely. Yeah, collectively, if you take their whole catalog as a whole. Yep. That's yeah. That's what makes this such a tough decision because there's aspects of both of these bands. They match up with aspects of Radiohead, and so it's like you're trying to figure out well, what, what, what you know, what matches up the most, and it's damn close. It's damn close. Yeah. It's a lot of good points are being made here, and I think uh, and it's interesting that you're pointing out like let's get to the American aspect of it because yeah. like the, the Radiohead are very clearly influenced by British music and being English and you know European music as well, the European electronic music. So as much as they're influenced by Europe and their hometown, like which of these two bands is more influenced by America and being American? And I think, again, they they take two different tacks at it. But I think in that respect, I think Wilco edges them out just in terms of your sound. Like you're saying, American. Yeah, they're connecting. Like you're saying, yes, they're connected to like the all country scene. They're connected to some, Mm -hmm. you know, they covered like the. um, Yeah. They, they, you know, uh, Uncle Tupelo, for instance, covered the that. Uh, God, why am I blanking? Woody Guthrie. Well, Woody Guthrie, but also oh, the, the Mermaid Avenue or whatever. Mermaid Avenue, but I'm thinking of that cover of the um that family, the oh, the this oh, God Johnny. The Carters. The Carters, Carter. yes, the Carter yeah, yeah. family, and it's like they have they know the history of what they're doing. They understand yeah. Americana. Americana, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Whereas the lips, you know, I think the lips. They're kind of his, you know, they're looking, they're not really looking back in that same way. And their no. sound is not really, it has elements of all of these things, but it, it's much more forward thinking in a yeah, sense. They're never doing an Americana 
Do you no. remember like busting out the banjo or something? No, it, they're taking like the 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 most kitschy and the most you know like ex- yeah. like you're saying exuberant, the most ex- kind of uh, both weird fun version of American stuff. Yeah, they're both weird cotton like, candy. The yeah. lips are like John Waters, and Wilco is like <laughs> Robert Altman. Yeah, <laughs> if that makes yeah, sense, it does. That's pretty good. I was gonna say like kind of like Alexander pain but um that's good (laughs) that's like i think altman's a little yeah a little more varied a little more Um, exuberant so in that sense i think wilco has the edge but again this is the there's so many factors here there's so many yeah you know there's and also another thing is that looking at just how varied the flaming lips catalog is over the past 30 years versus wilco's which is kind of effectively been streamlined whereas yeah. the lips are still kind of like doing out their shit all Noisy, the time as we've talked yeah. about you know like they're still doing weirdo stuff they're still mm-hmm. doing random shit like doing putting out four records that are supposed to be played on you know i mean that was 30 25 years ago but they're still continuing to do these kinds of you know mm-hmm. conceptual things bigger bigger overarching things you know they have the yeah. full show you go to a radiohead show you're going to get a great light show and a great performance, but you're not going to get Tom York soaring over the crowd. You're not going to get a sing along in the middle of the, you know what I mean? Like you're not going to get people dressed up. You're going to get a good healthy dose of humility. And I think you also (laughs) get that from Wilco. I mean, Wilco's really fun live. I've seen him live a few times. Yes, me too. But um, yeah, they're, they're really kind of committed and yeah. uh humble in her way. Put it this and way. Like, when Wilco played, they lay down a rug in the middle of the They floor. really do. Yeah. And and whereas when you see some I haven't seen the flaming lips in person before, but when you see the flaming lips, they fucking have a confetti cannon. They fucking have, you know, <laughs> crazy lights. Yeah. They have crazy fireworks and things going on. Like it's a show. But yeah. Radiohead would never do either no, of no, those no, no. things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, they're much more focused on like we're gonna provide some interesting visuals, but it's gonna yeah. be about more about like us connecting in the music and yeah. And totally. Lips is about that too, but it's a different kind of yeah. It's like, like carnival this assholes in a bowl, like a jazz club or something. You know? Yeah, this, totally. This asshole's in a bowl. <laughs> He's in a fucking bowl. What, what do you make of that, mate? I think they call him like a twat. Yeah, this twat is fucking. <laughs> He's he brought a fucking hamster bowl. <laughs> I can't follow this. They're like, Tom, chill. He's a, People he's love a good you. bloke. He's, he's good. a good bloke. He's a good bloke. Chill, um, chill. Like yeah, I will say Wayne that. Cones in a fucking hamster ball. I, hey, it ain't it. Leave it out. It ain't it. Um, yeah, so I was gonna, like, what I was going to say um, about what Wilco reminds me of what I see in similar to Radiohead is laying down a foundational base of a sound and a um kind of ethos of of making music and then expanding within that you know or contracting within that but always kind of keeping that base and that sound and that kind of career momentum like very foundational to what they do and very structurally sound and being very serious and committed to it and i'm and you know, you know, full disclosure, I'm a way bigger Wilco fan than I'm the Flaming Lips. But with like the Flaming Lips, they're Flaming Lips, like you know, they're they're searchers. They're kind of they're all, always looking for 
uh, other angles or other kind of things to yeah, speak on yeah. and other ways to expand the sound. Um, but I don't know how of psychedelia. Yeah. Which is dope. But like, I don't know how settled they are, you know? And, um, and I'm not saying that, you know, Wilco and Radiohead are stayed, you know, and like just comfortable. They still turn out really good forward, forward thinking music, but yeah, they keep it, they keep it tighter, you know, to what they want to do and mm-hmm. what the band they want to exist in the world and how they engage with their fans yeah. and the kind of the larger yeah. music ecosystem around them. Um, and I feel like they're more in control in that way and can be taken a little bit more seriously. So that's why it's I'd probably a bit more down to earth. It's a little yeah. more approachable. Yeah. Whereas the flaming lips kind of are in that kind of like the Bowie kind of we're bigger than life rock stars kind of thing. Not that they, yeah. not that there's not aspects of being approachable. Yeah. Like that documentary from, from 20 years ago or whatever kind of showed that aspect yeah. of it too. I would say all three Which of these made bands. Me struggle really getting into them beyond like, you know, the yeah. stuff that came before Yoshimi and like, mm-hmm. you know, soft bulletin and stuff. The stuff after I'm just kind of checked out. Cause I'm like, Okay, I'm not. I don't really plan on seeing you live. I'm a little. I'm a little exhausted here. I would say all. That's just personal preference. All three of these bands are like they're relatively the same age. They probably all share the same record collection, right? They're all (laughs) pulling from different stuff, but it's interpreting it in a different way. (laughs) And they're all trying to be expansive, and they're all trying to push the envelope, and they're all trying to change all the time. (laughs) But they know how to write good songs. So it is very hard decision. Should we listen to them? Should we take yeah. a break and listen to them? <laughs> Let's take a little break. We'll come back, hear yeah. a few tracks from both of these bands, and then we'll make our uh, final call. And yeah, we'll, we'll uh, see who uh, we'll anoint merges victorious. Is it getting heavy? It is getting it's getting heavy in this competition. That of course was none other than the flaming lips. Woo. Let's hear more of that. Yeah, let's let's dip back into that jam. Draw is bad. That's great. Radiohead is like, that's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good Tom Young is like, that's a good song. We need to write a song like that. that jam called Waiting for Superman. Waiting yeah, yeah. for Superman. That's for about his, Superman. Yeah. That's about that song his... goes out to uh, James Gunn. Where's the movie, buddy? I need a new <laughs> Superman movie. Come on. No, but that song's about his dad having cancer. Oh. And be like, my dad, like Superman, waiting for Superman to come back to life yeah, yeah. It's a very sad song yeah really good really good jam very heartfelt yeah very much in the bittersweet kind of mode on that one 
Uh, but I, I love the yeah the the sonics of that song was just really great and fit the vocal uh, the the song or I'm sorry the lyrics really well because it is a song where it's like you, it takes a couple of listens for you to realize like how just how sad, sad it actually is, is. Yes. absolutely yeah. um and then because then yeah you look at the lyrics and it's like oh man he's talking about some very heavy stuff I mean you know yeah uh, too heavy for a Superman to carry like that's that's yeah. a pretty profound statement even though it's kind of you know simple and in, in terms of like and talking I- about but. We I would say, it. yeah, I would say Radiohead does that too, where they can have some sort of, you know, kind of almost like a dancey song, but like when you kind of step back from it, it's like, oh yeah, he's singing about some like real shit or, you know, like speaking to Radiohead's like earlier hit song, Creep or whatever. It's like, you know, this is like a grunge hit song, but it's like, oh yeah, he, he's got some. Uh, there's some depth there, some some sadness there. He's exercising some, some demons on these tracks. Some demons yeah. there, yeah, yeah. And then just like musically, it sounds kind of like a more like a simple ballad or a ditty or something. But then yeah. I don't know. There's a lot if you look under the hood. There's just a, it's very meticulously like constructed uh, and there's a lot of yeah yeah that's uh, layers like the and best part of like any sort of pop kind of music i think is people that can have a pop song that like has a depth there that has a mm-hmm. maybe oh, if it's not even sad or happy but it, it speaks to a the human know, condition yeah yeah it's like i feel like a lot of great artists do that you know like I think Stevie Wonder does that, or yeah, oh yeah, um, I don't know. Marvin Gaye does that, like a lot of Curtis Mayfield, yeah, T like, Swift, yeah, Taylor <laughs> Swift. She does that like almost too much, where it's just like, <laughs> no, I'm not trying to talk shit on her, yeah, but yeah, I think like a lot Swifties. of great songwriters, that's kind of a key to doing that, like. Yeah, where you step back and it's like, oh yeah, there's a, there's a lot of depth to that song. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of it kind of lives in this liminal space where it's like, yeah, it is sad, but then it's also kind of hopeful, or it's kind of. It's what, Credence does that very well. Yeah, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It's it's, it's kind of what the listener wants to make of it. You know, it's kind of like depending yeah. on the day or you know how loudly you hear it or what's yeah. going on with your mood, and like it can always kind of reshape um, itself uh, upon subsequent listens. Bruce Springsteen does that well, like kind of like born in the USA is like to a casual listener. That's like a rah, rah America yeah. song. But then you actually listen to the lyrics. It's like, oh, no, that's a very sad, depressing song. Very disillusioned. Yeah. Or like, you know, like there's a lot of songs like that that um, I think both these bands get at. Totally. Yeah. Or like Cream, the song Cream by Wu Tang. Yep, it's like a very braggadocio. It's very like boisterous. Cream, but cream then get the money, just, but then the yeah. lyrics are like, "Oh shit, Raekwon was like homeless." Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. Sad. yeah. Life is a shorty <laughs> should it be so tough. Tough, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> the line always kills me. That's uh, that's Inspector Deck, right? <laughs> yeah. Life yeah. is a shorty shouldn't be so rough. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's what hip hop is, right? <laughs> yeah. Exuberance in the face of adversity destitute uh kind of sadness yeah yeah yep for sure i mean yeah it's heavy stuff but it's important for art to to speak to these things and to be able to 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 
help people understand yeah. and to help people feel better about what they're yeah. experiencing and stuff. Yeah, and I think to just lighten the, the load does just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I you mean, that's that. why you listen to music, right? To yeah. like to have a a common ground with somebody, but to like make you feel better, but. If you want to feel sad, it makes you feel sadder, but you know, uh, it's not I listen to music so I can feel better than other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, yeah. that's kind of like the, it's the transformative, that... transportive, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's all these things for sure. Yeah. How about another track from the flaming lips? Sure. How about, um, here's another biggie. I'm pretty I'm sure we bench. haven't heard it yet. We may have, this may be a repeat. So sorry if we've heard it, we played it in this championship before but uh it's a good one so here is and if we have pause and then play play a flaming lip song you like (laughs) yeah go listen to she don't use jelly or unconscious uh unconsciously screaming um but here is fight test from yoshimi battles the pink robots Again. Oh, a mystery. He has yeah. that country Ohio, yeah. Oklahoma, Oklahoma twang or Oklahoma twang. But yeah, in concept, he's talking about like some concept album, right? Like, like you think, you know, singing about a, a, a character, like a story building song, but he is getting after that's how he's interpreting his struggles with life yeah. you know it's yeah, all totally. like a metaphor he maps that onto yeah kind of a yeah. narrative thing that song's a very, very i think that's i don't know that song's pretty broad too that's like their song has a lot of appeal i could see that being like a little even a little like campfire yeah. sing along you know yeah. uh maybe some quad college quad guitar strumming yeah. going along yeah cone has some very it's almost like i don't know like he seems like a simplistic songwriter, but he gets at some some truths in his in his songs a lot. I think sure. that's like rare for for songwriters. Like I think like the Beatles can do that. Like Bowie does that a lot. You know, like Dylan. Um, Dylan a little. Well, Dylan's a little more headier, but true. I don't it's know. True. All right. What's next? Shall we move on to Wilco? Yeah, let's hear some Wilco. All right, let's take it back. So let's go all the way to Wilco's sophomore outing. This is from being there. This is Misunderstood, one of their more popular of their older songs. Give me some Wilco. (laughs) You got it. Lover. 
Yeah. That's like very similar to like Flame and Lips too, where it's like very honest, hard on the yeah. sleeves lyrics. Yeah. It's something kind of cryptic in a way too. And like um yeah. they keep it just vague enough to where it's kind of relatable, you know, yeah. across listeners. Very relatable, but not obvious. Like, yeah. 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 It's not like the, over the head with a the good there. version of like poetry is yeah. like the bad version. Yeah. It leaves just yeah. enough out. Yeah. yeah. What good poetry should be. It should be evocative, right. not, you know, informative yeah. or whatever. Or like, right. yeah, like how we relate it to, uh, you know, like good filmmaking where there's just n- not an over reliance on yeah. exposition. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. just. And Here's the sounds, world we're depicting. Trust your audience. And, to, yeah. yeah, fill in the blanks. You know, and exactly. It, and that song in particular, misunderstood. It sounds confessional, and he's saying like so misunderstood, but like he's kind of mocking the narrator of the song. Like you're not that misunderstood. Like you just like need to figure out your shit in life. <laughs> like right. Like sure. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like. Well, here's a here's a. I'm just going to play this um, uh, this part because it kind of speaks to what exactly what you're talking about here. Um, so here's a little bit more of Misunderstood. Oh, well, there's some of the experimental sounds there, but let's get yeah. a little closer here. There we go. All you touch turns to lead You think you might just crawl back in bed The fortune inside your head No, you're just a mama's boy Positively unemployed Yeah. yeah so i mean like, when i listened ahead, to yeah. that song when i was like you know 18 19 years old i was like yeah i am misunderstood and <laughs> unemployed but now when i listen to it now it's like no that's like a sad song trying to understand how you felt when you were youthful mm-hmm. it's not as it's more um it's not necessarily empathetic. It's more observational or something. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Which I think Radiohead does. And I think uh, Flaming Lips do. For sure. It's, um, it's a, it's a more of a self interrogation rather than a woe is me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He's not it's letting like, woe, woe is us. We're all yeah. in this together. And <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not letting um, his past self off the hook or whatever. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, complicated. Yeah. That's a great song, though. That's one it's of my favorite song. songs ever. And then and, it gets uh, so noisy, like it ah, it's blah, a great live yeah. track as well. They play, I think they play, play the hell out of it two out of three times I've seen them, and yeah, yeah. they they really go for it. And it's and Nels, man, Nels goes off. I want to thank you. That is that that song? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's hardcore. And... It's like hardcore. Thank yeah. you. It's, it's a little scronk wrong. Oh, yeah, let's, let's just get a little bit of that. Let's just so we get a flavor of that. That's yeah, a great a like bit. that's a, a great bump. like uh uh smoking a joint song. Mm-hmm. 
where you start the, the song peaks off and, and valleys like, of a, yeah, of a joint by the time you're like super stoned the song like really peaks all right so here is a bit of that I think, I think like um, like Jeff Tweedy is not like a petulant punk rocker guy. That's like I I want to thank you for nothing at all. He's singing that song as a persona. As he yes, sometimes you feel like ah, I'm frustrated and like thank you for nothing at all. You know, it's like a ex- exploration of a part of your character, mm-hmm. right? Like just like a frustrated, petulant fucking little boy, basically. Yeah. And that's what he's expressing on that song. But like, that's not his view of life. And I think Flaming Lips do the same thing. And Radiohead does the same thing. Right? Depiction does not equal endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Fantastic song. Um, yeah. But song rules. Moving on to their, <laughs> this one's interesting. This one's from Wilco, the Wilco, the album, uh, which I think is kind of an underappreciated that's, one in there. That's where they lost catalog. Me. Yeah, I I kind of was in the same boat, and then I, I listened to it off. a few times, and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Um, this song in particular is one that I like. It's kind of a nice mix of their more experimental leanings and kind of the, that classic Wilco rockin' sound. So here's just a little bit of Bull Black Nova from Wilco, the album. Cave fire stole my voice. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's not a bad observation. I think that's true. A cave fire guy is a creep. <laughs> yeah, that sounds too that. butt rocky for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Butt rocky? Oh, it sounds like they're going somewhere with it. Here we go. This is good. That was pretty good. Yeah, the that's what I mean. Like there's there's like really great elements of all, all of yeah. their stuff in, in songs like this, where it's like, this is such yeah. a Wilco song. Like you hear a few notes and you know, it's a Wilco song. Yeah. Like it has any... all like the uh, trappings of yeah. like, you know, America and all these different kind of, uh, I like any the, song the, that has the, the dun, 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 dun. I, I just <laughs> like that sound. You like a nice vamp. Yeah. yeah. I mean, classical music. Like Beethoven vamp. does that. Bah, 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 bah. Like, yeah. I like anything like that. Uh, driving in NC yeah. by uh, was it is it Reich or who's the who's the NC that who was NC? God damn it, NC by Terry Riley, right? Right, yeah, yeah, 
<clears throat> um, oh yeah, Terry Riley. It's got that that kind of vibe to it too. Yeah, that. Dun, 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 dun. Music for eighteen drummers. That's another good. Yeah, fantastic. But yeah, you know, I, I think that a song like that encompasses a lot. There's like right. sort of the the obliqueness that we talked about, but also is talking about some of the some of the other stuff that we're, we're yeah. discussing here. You know, uh, he's almost Frank in the stank, but like, we know almost we know it's Tweety, so he's not. <laughs> he's, he earned he, it. He earned it. He's he's tasteful about it. Well. Is it about that time? Oh, is it decision time? I think you know. How did the been listeners? A full, we vote? played a full forty-eight. It's coming down last minute here. Caleb, what's the listeners' vote? The well, listener. So, make it, make it up. I think. <laughs> I think actually. I think it's split. Actually, it's split for both. Yeah. It is. So. What was their final four? There, uh, well, there was multiple listeners here. We got multiple tens, listeners. We got tens, twelves. 13s, 14s of votes. So we have one. We have so some of it's some of Animal Collective for number one, oh, which of course wow. they've been knocked out. Yeah. And then Wilco is kind of the other big one. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. We so didn't right, get a right good enough sample us. to where we could uh, aggregate it in, so in no, such a way. No flaming lips in the finals. No, not for these guys. No, okay, or not these people who have sent it in. So, yeah. listener... thank you. and by the way, thank you, listeners, for for participating. It was a lot of fun to have you to have your input on yeah. everything. Yes. So the listeners love the vote... engagement. Indeed, listeners' votes would probably be uh, Wilco versus Animal Collective. Yes, uh, that's but... the way it basically broke down. Yeah. yeah okay. Unfortunately, cool. they were on the same in the same east bracket so they would have oh, went up yeah. head to yeah. head yeah um i think in terms of like what it would have been so let's take a look yeah it would have been the lips uh versus wilco and then oh interesting be. Yeah, and then this one person has kanye versus animal collective so that's interesting that makes um, sense that's cool but yeah it's, it's basically wilco lips it's everything we've. It's it's the band. It's where where we're at. You know. Yeah. It's um, kind of falling in line with us, so not yeah, too far off. It. Yeah. Okay. Let's vote. Who wants to start? Well, one. I don't know. One last final statement, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> don't filibuster this. No, we were trying to keep it tight. No. Just kidding. I would say it's weird because I feel like both Flaming Lips and Wilco have fallen off my radar a little bit. Mm. You know, like there's some, I don't know. I'm going to go with shit. I'm going to go with Wilco. Yeah. All right. Which is so obvious, but. From downtown. Oh, bang. (laughs) I feel like the British version of Wilco is Radiohead and vice versa. Uh, Mumford and Sons? <laughs> but I did uh, realize kind of just talking about this, how similar kind of Wilco and just career trajectories and sound that Wilco and uh, Flaming Lips are. Like, yeah. I think I think we did a pretty good job and we are getting make a hell of a super team, (laughs) but I think it's the same vibe. And it's like I said, I think Radiohead 
Wilco and Flaming Lips kind of share the same record collection. Like when they were teenagers, they were listening to the same shit. Yeah. I think that's what accurate. You, what do you say? There was Kevin? definitely some overlap. What, what, what me, I'm gonna Yeah, I'm gonna go with Wilco. Yeah. You know, I think it was welcome from the beginning, just in yeah. terms of just the, the like rock solid core of classic albums they have and how popular they're able to get by maintaining just a very serious approach and dedication to just challenging themselves and challenging the listener. It's very, uh, what Radiohead is lauded for. So I think Wilco delivers on that. So yeah, that's uh, Wilco. And honestly, it will come like in then like a gentleman's sweep or like <laughs> a, games. a 14 point win, maybe something yeah. like that. But Kev, that's interesting too. Like listener growth, like growing with the band. They, they took yeah. you with them. Yeah. yeah. I think, I, I don't, think the same thing. Well, I don't know if flaming lists, maybe people, yeah, I don't know off. if they did that personally. Yeah. Um, and not personally as a listener, just how i see them um as a band it kind of yeah. was like hey we're kind of doing our own thing we're always gonna kind of be this yeah there's you know, a bunch of dads out there circus like, in town yeah there's a bunch of dads out there like wilco is my favorite band there's not too many people that are like flaming lips are my favorite band mm. these days i would say and yeah maybe some like, like serious festival people. goers like, <laughs> like people who just like they're all about the fest yeah. they're like did you see the ball yeah. Yeah. Did you all see right. the did you see the, the Hulk cans? Adrian. The only ball vote? I want to see at a show is a fucking eight ball, homie. <laughs> Woo. Adrian, <laughs> what's your vote? Deer Hunter? <laughs> Coming in. Uh, From the Raptors. <laughs> Bradford Cox. He has a no. still chair. Ah. Yeah. No, I I think it's gonna be new Atmos. I think Wilco. I mean, for all the reasons we've outlined here, obviously. Uh, it was very close. I think that Flaming Lips made a good, a damn good run. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, like, yeah, it's it was inevitable. I think that you get to this point. I think for most people, I think if when you ask them this question, I think most people think of a band like Wilco as opposed to a band like the Flaming Lips first. So, I don't know. I I think it's just it's the appropriate. They're the appropriate band. They like you're saying it's the, it's the vice versa thing. It's like definitely Radiohead feels like the the English radio head and, and whatnot. And then I was yeah. just thinking like in terms of like runs, like I, I love the flaming lips albums, but some of their albums, but did they ever have like a, a consecutive, like really consecutive yeah, run yeah. where more than like two or three records in a row. And I don't think so, you know, and I think for like, in terms of Wilco, like there, there's this meme that's going around Twitter that I saw that was like best four album run. And I was thinking about that and comparing these two, and like, oh no, no, the Flaming Lips have a, a four album run in them where there's, you know, four in a row where I can really say these are yeah. all fantastic. It's not that they don't have four fantastic albums or anything like that. They obviously do. It's just it wasn't consistent enough. Whereas they're victims of their own success in terms of like of, putting, putting out a lot of music. And yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, could be it too. They definitely around. put out more than Wilco. But, uh, but I think Wilco had, maybe, there's probably a couple of, a couple of ways you could get a four album run out of them where you're like this yeah. this is accurate for me it would be being there through ghost is born is just kind of yeah. immaculate perfect yeah hard to fuck um, with 
AM with a, with a AM Mermaid AM. Avenue in there as well. What was that? AM. AM is great. First one. The first I love one I AM. like more and more. Yeah, it grows on me too. But I, I think just yeah. in terms of solid artistry, being um, there, Summer Teeth, Yankee, and Ghost is Born is just such a killer run. So yeah, Wilco. Wilco's the one. Wilco's the Born champ. Wilco all the way. There it is, folks. Wilco, Wilco all the way. They can um, come. Guys, come in here. Can cut that net off. Yeah, <laughs> guys, um, you're not going to believe Let's do the ring that. ceremony. All right. So there you have it, listeners. The winner of the 2023 Wacker Slaps Division American Radiohead Championship is Wilco of Chicago, Illinois. Woo. There we have it. That is the victor. Congratulations. Battled nice. through it. Battled through four fierce rounds of competition, beat out 15 inferior bands. Yeah. <laughs> and they are once and for all definitively the American Radiohead. They so. will we'll give them, we'll bestow them the uh, golden distortion pedal. <laughs> yeah, the chaos pad. Yeah. The, the, what is it? The terror bear, the golden terror bear. Terror bear, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, cool. That was a lot of fun. That was it was cool to try a different kind of format, do a kind of competitive style, you know. Um, yeah, finally got fun. Hopefully, we can incorporate more stuff like this little tournaments and, um, yeah. you know, drafts and all that kind of good stuff, you know, because it's kind of yeah. kind of the nerd shit we're into, anyways. You know, some series, some one off, some fun, you know. Mixing yeah, it yeah, up. for for sure. But. Um, for kind of a victory lap for Wilco um, to, you know, celebrate this great honor that we bestowed upon them. The next episode will actually be uh Yankee hotel Foxtrot, probably their kind of their yeah. apex as a 2000, band. 2001 yeah. slash two, <laughs> 2002 yeah, album. This will be our first time covering a band twice, right? Uh, Technically. Yes, that is well, correct. We did, animal collective and you know if you did three animal collectives. oh yeah, yeah. that but got dropped that was the part of a hole, specific though. series yeah i think this yeah. is our first time we're, we're repeating uh without it being a special thing so yeah, yeah. congratulations we're, wilco like all podcasts we're very repetitive <laughs> yes very lackadaisical hey, 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 that's, but that's we do, you like it we do have some exciting new stuff coming down the pipeline. So yeah, we got we got a great Speaking suite of episodes coming up that we're yeah, pretty stoked we'll about. Lay them out, Caleb, right now. Tease it. Yeah, of course. As we mentioned earlier, the uh, American Radiohead winner being Wilco. We're going to do Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, a uh, classic album of theirs. And then, since we've talked about them so much already, why don't we just kind of go in further depth? We'll be doing Radiohead. That's right. We're doing Radiohead album Kid A. And then followed by that, we're going to get a little loopy, a little dreamy. We're going to do some broadcast haha sound. And and then, LOL. And then what's after LOL, that? LOL RIP as well. Yeah, and then we classics, will be doing Wacker Slaps Classics. Well, no, we got a Dizzy that. Rascal yeah. going to corner. At, uh, yeah. And then we are going to round it out at episode 50. Uh, Alice Coltrane, Universal Consciousness, part of our sub series, Microsoft's Classics. 51st anniversary. I believe so. Yeah. For a 50th, 50, for a 50th 51 or 52. One It'll of be those close. Two. Yeah. 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 Great record. Uh, great, uh, great record. Great. Yeah. If you guys want to get, if you out there in the audience and you guys want to get started on some of these records, 
dig in because they're all well worth it too it's like a very eclectic uh, set of listenings you'll be doing so yeah i listened to the dizzy rascal album not too long ago Uh, i'm excited about that episode that's going to be a very nostalgic one can't wait to revisit that one yeah we've we've shared some shared some times with that one playstation beats cool yep (laughs) cool so uh yes thank you all for going on this journey with us on this fun tourney we'll be back to our more you know, tried and true uh, format next episode. And yeah, thank you to Adrian and Noah. Adrian, thank you for all your production work. Thank you, Noah, for being our guiding light on this tourney. And uh, thank you to Kiki for our regular theme song. Um, and thank you to all our listeners. And uh, yeah, feel free to keep reaching out via all our contacts. That's our website wackerslaps.com or you can follow us on socials that's at wackerslaps and you can also reach us at email wackerslaps at gmail.com um if you still have a bracket send it in i'd like to see where things stand (laughs) yeah Uh, why not (laughs) yeah what the hell yeah thanks all for listening uh for noah and adrian i'm caleb and as always the question goes back to what made milwaukee famous Sweet. Bye. We'll go, baby.